And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 107 today, week four preview. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? Um, As always, good. As always, late. And uh, just let's get into it. Yeah, 12-15 start. Uh, my father is sleeping next to me. He is missing this podcast. He will be out for the podcast. Um, yeah, little signs of life over there. Maybe he's declining to come on. He's going to fall asleep over there. Um, week four preview, looking at the slate right now. Games are good. Let's jump right into it unless we have any uh, any newsworthy things to talk about before we start, Kurtz. Um, nothing I can think of, so it must not be that newsworthy. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. Week four preview, 9 a.m. slate. Start with the Panthers versus the Bucks. Do we have any um, – information on the Bucks attendance status this week. I believe Bucks are back at full strength. Okay, so the Bucks with Mike Organo return, looking for a big comeback win against uh, the Panthers, led by Nick Douglas, who's also looking for a nice um, comeback win, trying to right the ship after that tough loss to the Saints last week. Uh, Kurtz, how do you feel about this one? Going to be a good game on the line. Um, both offensive lines are good. Both defensive lines get pressure on the opposing quarterback. So I think that's going to play a large part to this game. I also want to see for the Bucks calling out the aerial attack. I was looking at the stats a little earlier and only three passing touchdowns as a team through three games. Um, they played a lot of low scoring games. They haven't scored a lot of points. Um, they rely on their defense, but I went at full strength, which is a good defense, but um they need to put up more points on offense if they're going to be have to be taken seriously. Um, I think they need to do the little things better, just getting the ball out fast, letting the playmakers make plays, um, less scrambling, less rolling around, less um, broken play. Let's let the guys you drafted, like TJ, like uh, Spo, Rags, guys like that, make plays for you. As for the Panthers. Just keep doing what you're doing. You yeah. took a bat. You, you took a loss to um, the Saints, but like I said last podcast, you're probably going to be playing a lot of close games where one or two plays is going to decide it. So if that's your game style, which is completely fine because teams can you can win playing that style of play. Just keep being yourself. Keep feeding Michael Leva. Keep getting your playmakers involved. Douglas, don't be afraid to run, scramble, make plays. Um, defense is good, have a lot of playmakers in the secondary, good flag pullers on that team, experienced team. So no, no worries on that side for me. It's just going to come down to execution late in the game for them most games. Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a Panthers big game here. I'm looking for a Bucks big game. I think this is going to be a good one, like you said, Kurtz. Um, but these are two teams that I like. I, I want to see, like you said, the Bucks. they need to get it going, though. Three touchdowns through three games. That's a good stat to throw out there on the podcast. That kind of talks about how their season has went up to this point. But we still like the way this team looks on paper. And they're one of the teams that I think is going to bring it every week. Whereas the the Panthers, you could say the exact same thing. And I talked about it last night on the podcast. I was super impressed with the Panthers, the talent on their team, how they looked, how into the game they were, and specifically the way Nick Douglas looked at quarterback. Um, I think for the first time all season, I'm going to take the Panthers, Kurtzman. Um, I, I know it's gonna it's gonna suck to hear Mikey say why am I picking against them, but uh, I I just maybe make some maybe recency bias, and I'm just on the Panthers. And I I think Jarwar is a great player, like you said. I think they have a great line. Mike's a stud. I'm I'm into Douglas right now at quarterback, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with the team that I see more recently played together, and I think played a, a really good game. Just ended up in a loss. They could easily be sitting at three and zero. 
Um, I'm going to take them. I think the Bucks need to get back on track. I'm looking forward to it being a good game, though. Dad, you've, you've woken up here out of your slumber. Do you think you're going to contribute to the podcast? Sure. All right, let's go. What are you, what, what are you feeling? Uh, Bucks are the worst offensive team in the league. Really? As far as I can see. Over the Jaguars? Uh, <laughs> you know, they beat the Jaguars, so I got to I, I, I gotta give them the nod. I like this team. When Mikey drafted it, I said that's a good team. They're very strong defensively. They just they don't move the ball on offense. There's no, no creativity. There's no cohesiveness. Uh, I, until I see it, I, I can't say this is a, a team to reckon with, you know, moving forward. So I like what I've seen from the Panthers so far. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Panthers. Kurtzman. I'm going to take, oh, God, I've been, I've been going back and forth in my head about this one. I'm going to take the, I'm going to ride with the Bucks. I took them last week and they burned me, but I'm going to take them again. Um, honestly, no real reason on this one. I think I feel like you took, I feel like you took it because we took the Panthers. No, maybe. Um, but no, I mean, listen, I think I would love the same thing if I was you, to be honest. I think that's I think with your heart. No, I know. Don't pick a the guys on the team. No, listen, I couldn't care less about who you guys pick because we're not keeping track of the records. On paper, this is not a toss up. Okay. Well, I mean, they just lost to the Saints. So, I mean, the Saints are a good team. All right. Well, they're just, they gave the Saints their life. So, um, I'm I'm going with the Bucks. I think they have a good team. They play good defense um, when they're at full strength. So with getting Angstad back, getting Mikey back, two vocal uh, well one vocal leader, um, I think they're gonna be able to right the ship. Going to be a very low scoring game, probably only a few touchdowns each side. Mm. All right, we both got the Panthers. You got the Bucks. Let's go to the next game here. We have the next game in the nine o'clock slate. You got the Ravens against the Oilers. Game of the week on paper, Kurtzman? Yeah, game of the week for sure. America's game of the week here? We yeah, got nine, at 9 a.m. 9 a.m., America's game of the week, primetime slot. Uh, <laughs> Ravens <laughs> versus Oilers. Kurtz, I'll start with you. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling like the Oilers got their full team back for the first time, or almost their full team last week. And it was definitely a little shaky. Um, have a lot of guys that are playing together for the first time. They just, and they were playing against a team who also had guys just showing up for the first time. And I thought maybe that that would help the Oilers shine, but it, it didn't the way I thought it would. Um, I think that the Ravens, based on the film I watched against the Bucks, they're clicking on offense. They're able to move the ball. They have a lot of good players on the, on the perimeter, like uh, Liam Knowles, Rich Ritter, Chris Johnson, Anthony Hediniak. Anthony Rodriguez, a lot of weapons. They are able to give Leota time. Leota has a cannon for a right arm. Good in the pocket. Good when he escapes the pocket. Quick decisions. Um, I like the way he controls a huddle. And I like the way they look offensively going into the game. They got great defensive playmakers, like the guys I just said. And I think it's going to be tough for Jarrock to score because Jarrock is a, a guy who fiends off teams that are bad at flag grabbing. And I think the Ravens are one of the better teams yeah. at flag grabbing with a lot of experienced players on their defense and a lot, just a lot of good athletes that are going to be able to keep up with Jarrock. I know it sounds like I'm bashing the Oilers. I just feel like the Ravens are a little bit more of a team right now. And although Oilers have a lot of talent, it might not be enough to prevail. Dad. Yeah, I like the, uh, I like Kretzer's analysis. Uh, I think that this is uh, this is a, a clash of two of the stronger teams in the league. 
and if I got to pick one, I, I know the Ravens are good flag pullers, and I think their secondary gives them the edge, like I, I said in the last podcast, uh, between Ritter, Liam, and Chris Johnson out there, it's a, it's a tough, tough secondary to beat. So if he's if Jarrock's going to do it, it might have to be with his legs. But again, if you're a good flag pulling team, that that makes his task even more harder. Uh, offensively, the Ravens move the ball behind Leota. Uh, a calm presence back there knows exactly what he wants to do with the ball, and his team responds. I'm looking for a big game from Ritter here. I think big plays play big in big games, and he's the guy to shine. I I, I like the Ravens this week. Mm. I like the Ravens too. I think Kurtzman, with his analysis, he's going to take them. All Man. three, yeah, <laughs> all three of us on Jarrock. I think you know what a lot of this has to do with Kurtzman. What I think that this could be the only game that the Oilers lose all season, and I think that you know the Rams are officially out on being an undefeated team. I think that you know it's very tough. Hasn't happened yet. Going to be very tough to go undefeated and bear down. The Ravens already got their loss. Seahawks and Bengals are both undefeated currently. I think that this might be the spot where the Oilers lose. Um, I like your analysis of them being more of a team, the, uh, the Ravens being, that is, being more of a team than the Oilers are right now. I'm just going to go with that championship DNA. I think, like you said, that they're, you know, Ritter, Liam, those, those guys are going to make plays. And Kirschman, I think a, a big part of it, like you said, is they're a really good flag pulling team. And obviously, if you can't pull flags against Jarrock, he's going to kill you. But that team could pull flags, and they have guys who are super into it, and I think they're going to come with a great game plan. Um, Jarrock coming a little bit late last week. They might be a little bit out of it. I got the uh, the, uh, the Ravens in this one. One thing I'll say is after playing in a Joliota led huddle, I know in a different league, but I played with him after last Sunday, and I, I have a newfound respect for him at quarterback. He's good. He sees the field. He throws a really good ball. I was playing receiver for him, and – I, I think I now I, I already thought he was really good, so now I think he's like really, really good. Yeah, Joe Little's a demon. No, but like I think it's different for me at least when I go into the huddle and I hear how you you're seeing the game. Are we seeing it the same? And I, I feel like he he definitely gets it. Who do you think he's the leader of men? I, I think he is definitely a leader of men. Leader of men huh? that. Yeah, Joe Yoda. nice guy. Follow BDSA hoops on Instagram. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, he's a beast. <laughs> All right, we're all. Nah, on the I can't leave you off with against Jarrock's team, who yeah. is phenomenal. Off with against Jarrock. Uh, no, no slide against Jarrock. That is a great team he's got there. Uh, this this to me could be a toss up, uh, but if I'm leaning one way, it's like I said, like TJ said, the championship DNA does it for me. Yeah, we're all on the Ravens. All, all right. right, let's move on. 10 a.m. Kurtzman, we'll start with you here. 10 a.m. slate. Bears against Bengals. Um, 12 and a half point spread. Mm-hmm. Bengals, uh, Kurtzman, I'll start with you. <laughs> well, first of all, 12 and, sure half, 12 and a half. 12 and a half. That's a little much. That's a little much. The Bengals offense hasn't scored more than 23 all year. I think you I, give them, I think you give them three points. If you pick six, right, well, no, I think, I think that they have a, a really good roster. I think that. Um, they have a lot of weapons on offense. They have a good offensive line, strong defensive line play. They're a very complete team. I think that they're one of the better teams in the league, and they are 3-0 for that reason, like I said on the, uh, the last podcast. I think if we're going to win, we're going to have to play very sound football. We're going to have to make every flag grab, um, limit turnovers to zero, and probably cause a turnover or two. I think getting in Trevor's head is going to be important. 
getting him to think more than he needs to. Trying to get pressure against that offensive line is going to be difficult. Um, defensive line is going to have to step up. And I'm not really sure exactly how we're going to do it. I have ideas. I've talked to my people trying to figure out what we're going to do. Um, it's going to be an interesting battle. I know they're taking this game very serious. I know that everyone that plays against me takes the game super serious because for some reason, everyone wants to beat the commissioner. Um, but yeah, no, nah, we're going to be ready. I, Mike's going to be back. Jackson be back. So um, we're going to be high powered offense. Uh, Dad, you're really into this Bengals team here. Um, you think they come out here and beat the Bears? Um, the Bears, the only, their only win is against a really bad Jaguars team. So uh, they haven't shown me much this year. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in, in Kersman. Is your whole team showing up this week? Um, as of now, I haven't heard any people saying they're not coming. So I yeah. assume they'll all be there. Yeah, I just I, I can't trust your team yet. So okay. I, I, until I see it and see you play as a unit, can't trust you. I like the, the Bengals. They show up every week. Uh, it's a tough team to beat. Uh, your best your best bet is to try, like you said, trying to get into Trevor's head. Uh, his, his, but his team around them is, is, is tough to beat. Uh, like you said, uh, both sides of the ball, they're strong, they're physical. Uh, you're going to have to find a way to, to, to get to Trevor. Uh, but I got to go with the Bengals this week. Um, I'm taking the Bears. Uh, I think Kurtzman is going to have a full squad. Bears are going to have a full squad. I think this is going to be the game where Jack shows up and goes off. Mike Danino, we know when he shows up, he's going to go off anyways. I think Jack is going to snap. I'm, I'm thinking a few pick six in this one. I pick against Trevor every week. Nice little motivation for uh, for Trevor right here. But I'm thinking Jack has a huge game in this one. Can you tell me the last time Jack had a big game? Um, the last two seasons ago. Wow, he had big games last season. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely had big. You don't think he had any big games last season, Chrisman? Um, for IB, yeah, probably early in the year yeah. when they were when they were rolling. Yeah, I think if I think this is the game, I think this is a game right here. I think this Kurtzman is taking this one personally. He wants to get back to five hundred. He wants to win. I said twelve and a half. I completely changed my mind. I'm gonna go with the Bears in this one. I think Kurtzman has his full team. Uh, I pick against Trevor every week. He likes that I pick against them, so I'm gonna stick with that trend right there. Uh, Kurtz, the first time all year I'm picking you. I think. Yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting you're picking me in this game. Um, no, I just think that I think we, I think I personally just needed to get a win to get over last season. You need, so to, see now, one, you need to see one go through the net. Yeah. I need to see one go through the net. So now we got, I got the win last got week. A, got a free throw last week. Yeah, we, no, we did hundred percent. We played against a wounded team that got more wounded in the, in the game with Augie going out. So it was nice to get, take care of business. I think that's going to give us, uh, confidence going forward, me confidence going forward that we are able to finish out a game. We had a big drive at the end of the game that sealed the deal, put us up two scores. Um, I think we're going to be ready. I know Tommy says uh, not showing up. I, I honestly, I'm kind of on that boat. I'm not sure who's going to show up until the game starts. Hopefully no, everyone comes or tells me that they're not prior to. So I can plan accordingly. But I know that when I'm out there, it gives my team a chance to win. So I'm obviously riding with myself and my guys. Um. Again, $100 out there for anyone who goes back so far through the first four weeks of the, through the first three weeks of the season and could tell us who is in the lead for picks and what our records are. That would be somebody I, is taking you up on that. What 
someone is taking you up on a hundred. I got a hundred dollars for whoever wants to do it. So uh, if you want to do it, a hundred dollars, Venmo. Uh, we're me and Kurtzman are on the Bears, and Dad, you're on the the Bengals. Anything else in this one? No, no, Kurtz, no, no. Trevor said he's treating it as a playoff game, so they're gonna like be right. That. Love that, Trevor. All right, other ten o'clock games: Steelers versus Jaguars. Um, do we have any news on a possible Augie Garbalotta replacement? No, Dylan trade rumors have been crushed as per eight o'clock tonight. As per Marina. <laughs> <laughs> As for Dylan, who says, I hate Bear Down, I'm never playing again. All yeah, right. He said to me today, actually. All right. All right. Um, Steelers versus Jags. This is, are you calling it season on the line for Jaguars moment? I just need to see the Jaguars come out with some fight and actually show that they want to keep competing each week. Um, the Steelers are playing really well right now. And if the Jaguars don't come there ready with energy of any kind, they're going to get smoked. Yeah, so, uh, the offense is moving the ball. They got a lot of weapons. They're figuring out how to play. Oh, there is no Austin in this game. Get well, Austin. Yeah, had yeah. A, had an appendix burst. Yeah, he had crazy. Uh, he actually caught it before. That? He actually caught it before it burst, but so it wasn't as bad. So he's only out a few weeks, but he is out for the time being. So get well, Austin. But anyway, yeah, it's crazy. Shout I think out. that. I think that the Steelers are a really good team on both sides of the ball. And like I said, the Jaguars come out flat and they come out with no energy. They will not be long. The game will not be long competitive. Dad. Uh, nothing like about the Jaguars. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like the Steelers. That's it. That's I, what can I say? I mean, it, uh, uh, Sobs has been playing uninspired football. They just lost their best, uh, player in Augie. Uh, what, what am I looking forward to here? I mean, the Steelers have been playing really good. Um, they can't go into this game. Is this a trap game for the Steelers? I mean, it is It is until until you take care of business, you know? Yeah. yeah and they, they can't play down to their... Uh, no, they can't. Suroff, Suroff is definitely needs to make sure his team comes out a lot of energy. If I'm Suroff, I'm telling, I'm telling my team... Hey, let's get the ball. Let's get up early, and let's just kind of put this team out early so that we can coast. We can figure out what we want to do, uh, try out new things, try to figure it out. And that's how I look at the Jaguars right now. I know I only beat them by two scores, but they're a wounded animal right now, and they need to show up, and they need to show up in a big way. Yeah, they, they need to catch the ball. That's what Surf needs to tell them: catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. I'm looking for. I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Jaguars, like you said, to compete in this game. I don't think their season's over if they lose, because you said the magic number's two, so they'd be zero and four with five to play. With four to play. Four to play. So you could get. So you could get. Uh, you could still. They could still. You know, get in the playoffs in theory. But this is a huge game for them. Um, how about Sobs? It's just Sobs again. Places some fire. Places some some passion. We'd love to see that. Um, the Steelers, you know they're going to come with passion. You know they're going to come with a good game plan. They're going to be ready to go. I mean, we all have to take the Steelers in this one, right? Yeah. Is everyone taking the Steelers? Yeah. Yes. Like we're all taking the Steelers. I just this has this has this has blowout quit potential. And I isn't hope it's not it crazy. We used to talk about teams against Sobs the way we're talking about. Steelers against so yeah, like hey, like you know, just hang in there, kind of a thing. Slow down, yeah. <laughs> Moral victory. 
Crazy out of time. Crazy out of times change. Man, times change, dude. It's crazy. I hope Sobs listens to this and, get, and just gets angry. Like that's what I hope. Yeah, like come on, Sobs, you still listen to the podcast, bro? Like come on. I'll find out. I'll find out in a day or so if he texts yeah. me and says anything. Probably yeah. won't though. Steelers, big Steelers roll. Roll. All right, eleven a.m. Saints versus Rams. Let's start off by saying this. IB definitely listens to the podcast because he texted me today. You remember what I said last night? Yeah. I said I, I tried spinning the narrative as IB, just an average quarterback. Without- <laughs> that was at the end of the pod, right? That was kind of at the end of the pod. Shout out to IB for listening to that part. Um, obviously, joking around. Obviously, I say, I say it all the time. I think IB's the best part in the league. What did he um, text you saying? He texted me saying, that's really how you're coming on the podcast. <laughs> and I, yeah, I saw I was capping, but um, big bounce back spot for the Rams here. Saints, you said, looking looking to capitalize on their momentum, looking to keep it going. The Rams, I guess, look vulnerable without Justin out there, but Justin is playing this week, we could have said. Yeah, yeah. He's been game planning with me for G League, so he's definitely playing for the Rams this week. Big- What's your report? Is he all right? Yeah, I didn't even know he got hurt until yesterday. So um, I haven't heard anything, but I imagine he'll be out there. <sighs> Dad, I'll start with you. How you feeling? Ram Saints. I, I really like the way the Saints played last week, and I'm really rooting for them. Uh, it's just it's a tall order if you got a you know a full uh, Ram squad and everyone's healthy. It, it's tough. Um, <sighs> I hate to go against it, especially I'm really really rooting for the Saints. Uh, because I, I, I like the way they played last week. I, I like the leadership that Deshaun showed. Uh, I'm hoping he has a good game. Let's keep this competitive. But in the end, uh, I got to go where the cream rises to the top. And if Justin's playing, I'm going with the Rams. Kurtzman. Um, I think the Saints have the personnel to kind of match up with the um, the the Rams. I think on the D-line, they'll have, they have a similar D-line to the Seahawks with – a speed rusher with also two bigger guys that can kind of clog the lanes and make it difficult for IB to run. Um, I think that if the Saints are going to win, you have to play disciplined football. You have to make the flag grabs. You can't allow the big plays, the quick hitters. And that's what IB teams are led or IB led teams are all about quick hitters um, and big plays and 45 yard touchdowns and getting you back on offense where you can then give it the ball up. If the Saints are going to win, they have to play uh, turnover list football, just like last week, have to capitalize and probably have to score more than 21 points. Um, not an easy thing to do with teams that Justin is playing defense for, but try to limit your turnovers and just try to keep everything in front on offense. If you do those two things on defense, I mean, if you do those two things, you put yourself in a decent position. Um, I would I never like seeing IB or Justin off a loss. Yeah. Not ever a good thing. Justin is taking last week's games as if he went 0-1 last week, even though he did not play. He is angry. Um, and for the Saints, just don't get high off last week's win. Stay hungry. Hmm. Um, I know they've been game planning and they're excited for this game. I think they have the athletic ability to match up a little bit on the outsides and in the trenches. So I, I'm taking the Rams because – of revenge game or more revenge game more of just a get back game get but back. i think the saints could definitely keep this game close if they're able to weather the first half because like 
when you go against a team that is led by Ivy, they can get on you quick. And if they go up 14 nothing, 21 nothing, it's 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 tough to be resilient and come back from that. So if they're able to weather the first half and keep the game close at halftime, they have a decent chance of getting putting themselves in a position to win late. Mm. I'm taking the Rams as well. Uh, I think the Saints, like you said, Kurt, they played really well. But this is this is a tough one right here. If Deshaun, if they move the ball well, they could be in it. If if they are if they're disciplined, if they're handing the ball off to the new buddy, like I said, making the plays, getting the ball to the playmakers, not taking any crazy shots where it's giving, you know, 50-50 balls with Justin against somebody because Justin's probably going to win those matchups. Um, I think they could be in this. I think they could be there. Uh, Justin and I be off a loss. That's just, that's just tough. It's tough to do that. I, if I had to go final score in this one, I'm saying something like – I'm saying like 28-20. 28-16, something along those lines, 28-14, 26-14, like close game. I think we'll be competitive. I think uh, the Rams pull away late, though. Good prediction. Now, who, you're taking the Rams, right? Taking the Rams. Kurtz, you're on the Rams as well. We're all on the Rams. I'm looking for Deshaun to keep playing well, though. I think this could be – I know we were just kind of like mocking our, our, ourselves, saying that, you know, moral victories keep it close kind of a thing. But this is actually a game where the Saints, if they battle and they look really good against the- – Nah, there's no moral victories here. I think the Saints now know what it's feel like to win. No, it. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there is a world where they lose, but we still think very we, – we think even more highly of them after this week. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah, they yeah. should be looking for a moral victory. I'm saying I, I still think that they could improve this week even in a loss because I am taking the Rams, but that's not me hating on the Saints. Anything okay. else? No. Other 11 o'clock game. Uh, season on the line for the football team right here against the Hawks. Seahawks? I mean, they have to show up. Do you think they're going to? Um, I th- I'm pretty sure. I think Paulie was just in vacation, and that's why he didn't show up last week. Um, I'm assuming he'll be, unless he's taking a two-week vacation. Uh, uh, Sedano needs to show up. Giuseppe's got to be back this week. And they need to figure out their offensive line. They need to figure out how they're going to protect Tommy, give him more time to throw. They did a lot of scrambling last week and the week before. They, they got to figure out their identity also. Um, it's weird to say for a Galante-led team what's their identity, but last week I think the majority of their plays were screens and handoffs. And maybe that's your style of team because maybe the offensive line isn't as strong, but figure that out and work off of it because there's not a lot more time to figure it out. I know I keep saying the magic numbers too, but there could be a two-win there could be two-win teams that are in and two-week teams that are also not in. So try not to put yourself needing all that. So for the football team, I hope they just come in attendance-wise great and they also have a game plan and ready to go. I want to see the Offensive Player of the Year, Tommy Galante, not whatever I've seen through three weeks. Um, As for who are they playing? I'm sorry. Seahawks. Seahawks. The Seahawks. Phenomenal team. Yeah. They're just absolutely knocking everything out of the park. A lot of newcomers to the league, usually not always a, uh, a way to get to 3-0, but we have two teams that are made up of majority new players, and both 3-0. Seahawks have their their um, veterans with Bryce and Jake Obrin, but a lot of new guys on that team, and the way they've played through three weeks is very, very, very impressive. And I think if they're looking for them, I'm looking for no letdown 
I know you just got the big win over IB. You're excited, big win, but turn the page, new week ahead. I know you have, you're seeing an 0-3 team in front, but an 0-3 team with a reigning offensive player of the year, hungry for a win. You can't come in flat. You have to come in with energy. You have to be ready to play because uh, Tommy can light you up on any given day. Dad, I think if uh, the Washington football team, I hate saying that, they should have picked a different team with a, with a real name. Uh, if the football team shows up with a, a complete roster, I think this is a game. Uh, anytime you have a Tommy Gallant-led team with his players, his complement of players, then, you know, it's a task. Uh, but from what I've seen from the Seahawks, this, you know, this year, they are a unit. They're a cohesive unit. They, you know, do not let each other down. Uh, and and if we're going to keep that ball rolling, I like the Seahawks in this game. I think that if you're playing – if you're – struggling with your identity, then probably the tough, one of the toughest teams to play would be the Seahawks because they know exactly who they are. Yeah. And when you're struggling, like you said, Chris, with your identity and you're playing a team that's just clicking on all cylinders and they know exactly where they need to be. And, and not say they're not playing perfect football, but like they're playing as one. You can definitely agree on that, that they're playing as one. And if you're playing against a bunch of individuals that, you know, haven't been there, got really no chemistry and they're not doing things that successful teams in this league do. Meanwhile, the Seahawks are doing all that stuff. Everything we've highlighted on, you know, the previous podcast, things can be really tough for the football team. I think they're going to 0-4. Like, I'm taking the Seahawks in this game. I think they get to 4-0. James coming off an absolutely monster week. I think their confidence is sky high coming off that win against the Rams. This can't be a letdown spot. I don't think it will be a letdown spot for them. I don't think that this is where they're uh, – I don't think this, you know, I don't think the Seahawks are going to come in and take them lightly. Like they still feel like the underdogs here. I don't think them being at three and O is like, Oh, like they're, like you said, there are a lot of new guys in the league and they're still looking to prove themselves every week. Whereas I think a lot of these, these veterans on the, uh, you know, not a lot of veterans, but there's a few veterans who have been showing up for the football team. They might not be taking it as seriously right now as the Seahawks are. Yeah. There's been no letdown whatsoever in that Seahawks team. Uh, every game they've played, uh, they go at it hundred percent. I don't see this week being any different. Kurtz. The correct pick here is the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I do agree with Tommy that if the football team does show up, that this definitely is a game. Um, we still haven't had that big poly game yet this year. I know he he's a guy who every week is primed for two-plus touchdowns. Uh, the, the week that he was here, he didn't get the ball fed to him as much as I would have liked. I hope him and Giuseppe both show up. I hope they play well. I just – I love the Seahawks team. And as long as James is able to keep the ball on – not sorry, let me repeat that. If James is able to not turn the ball over, then I don't I, – I don't like many teams better than the Seahawks in the league if James is playing turnover list football. So – Are we equating James to like a Trent Dilfer type uh, player? I think right now James – I think, listen, James had a very good game last week. He threw six touchdowns over 200 yards. He was an absolute monster last week. Can't call him a game manager. But right now in James's quarterbacking uh, career in Bear Down, he is more of a game manager. He has a very, very, very good team around him. He has nine guys who really know how to play and are able to contribute on any play. So I think that, yeah, right now, I don't know about Trent Dilfer, but maybe like Alex Smith. Yeah, I was thinking Alex Smith. That's my that's what I was thinking okay. as well. All right, all right. Uh, a big matchup this week would be Mark versus uh, Paul Colonado. 
Yeah, no, big matchup, 100%. Uh, Mark has been a beast this season. That would be lit. That's a lit matchup. I want to see that. Yeah, I hope Paulie comes. That, that, that's great on paper. Let's yeah, see. 100%. I assume. And listen, you know you know how it goes with Tommy. If Paulie's down there, he's chucking it and let Paulie try to make a play for him. So, it'll be a challenge, I think. There should be some fireworks. We got uh, – we are on the Seahawks. Yeah, we're on the Seahawks. I hate saying that. Yeah. All right. Last game of the day here. Packers versus the Cowboys. Newborn God Packers versus the team in the Cowboys that Kurtzman is very high on now. I'll start with you, Kurtzman. Do you think Joey gets the job done here at quarterback for the Packers? I think for both these teams, this is like a game that you look on your schedule and you say, mm-hmm. all right, this is one of the ones we need to win. Yeah. And both quarterbacks, a little inexperienced. Uh, I, I've liked what I've seen out of Dan Dexter. Um, Joey's had moments. I think that Joey got better from week one to week two. I think Dan Dexter has gotten better every single week he's played as well. Um, I'm just nervous about the Cowboys. Do How's their team feeling after the way the last week game ended? Um, they were on the cusp of they were on cusp of tying it multiple times, weren't able to do so. Player quits middle of the game, kind of takes the energy out of it a little bit. Um, I already know Chase isn't showing up for the Packers. So that's a problem immediately. He was a spark plug for them offensively, scored three touchdowns last week. And if they're gonna win the Packers, they need to play another complete game. I assume they get Tom Garvey back this week. Um, if they show up in full minus chase, then I, I like this team. I like this team in this game. I think that um, if the Cowboys are going to win, Dan needs to just keep feeding those Bernier brothers, keep letting his offense move the ball and try to keep his defense off the field because his defense has been lo- allowing a lot of points this season so far. So I think for him, it's getting bigger drives, less quick hitters on offense. That uh, problem with the Cowboys is they don't finish. They don't finish games. They're competitive. They're strong. They come out strong. Uh, they go punch to punch, then toe to toe with you, and they fade at the end of the game. I don't know why, but that's been their mo so far this season. Um, Packers, I love the way they played last week. That was a complete team game. Uh, love the energy. Went into overtime with a tough Oiler team. Uh, if you ask me about momentum, I'd say I'd have to get the momentum to the Packers coming into this game. Uh, I just, like I said, I, Dan, Dan plays well. I mean, he's, he's a, I think he's a good leader for his team. I think he's a good quarterback in this league. Uh, I like to see him finish a game. Um, if I had to lean one way, I, like I said, I'll go momentum with the Packers. But, uh, you know, Pip's going to have to match Dan this week. And if he doesn't have his best offensive player in chase, someone's got to step up. Uh, but I do love the way the Packers played last week. So I'm going I'm to go with the momentum here. Go Packers. I agree with you. I really liked the Packers after last week, and I didn't get to watch the game in person. Um, but I saw a little bit of it. I saw, like I said, I saw with the, you know, the athleticism. I was really impressed by that. Um, no chase, though. It hurts them a lot in this game, no, with Dexter being able to run the ball and Chase being a really good athlete, being able to pull flag skirts. No, that it's a, it's a huge, huge, it, huge, huge, no, huge problem because – Chase is a absolute playmaker on the defensive line. He's able to contain uh, quarterback, running quarterbacks like Dan Dexter, like Jarrock, who we played against last week, keep them in the pocket and really make you plan your plays around him because he's a, a play disruptor a lot of the times if you run plays at him. So um, it, it's a big loss for the Packers this week. And I'll jump ahead of you. I'm taking the Cowboys. Really? The Cowboys finally get it done. 
Really? Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that Chase is the big – if Chase was here, I'd probably take the Packers. Mm, so you're- but I think I think that with that, with, with that, I think someone's going to have to step up on the defensive line outside of Hughes and make plays and be able to contain Dan Dexter and make him throw. But I do think that Dan Dexter's arm has definitely improved in the past three weeks. And I'm going to finally say that he gets his first one. I like that pick by you. I was kind of thinking about that too. And I think if I didn't see the Packers the way I saw them last week and I wasn't so high on them, I would definitely be taking Cowboys in this one well as this one as well. But I was just very impressed. I hope the Packers have their full attention. Does Tom Garvey Tom Garvey return? I would assume. I think he was hurt last week. So if, if Tom, if Tom is playing, no chase. I still think they'll look really good out there. Uh I'm going Packers, but I hope it's a competitive game and I would not be upset at all if Dan Dexter and the Cowboys pick up their first win. Do we have anything else on the podcast? No, just uh, please throw out your trash. Um, yeah, just please throw out your trash. Throw out your trash. All, ask. all right, um, everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms that you listen on. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We will see you guys at the field on Sunday, 9 a.m. Peace, everybody. Peace.